0: Welcome to the Well and Wealthy podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. Diagnosing business boundaries and transcending our growth edges. So, this episode is for my wellness entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about how to. Look at where the bottlenecks in your business are, what I call those business boundaries and how to surpass them. So we're looking at what actually needs support and attention in your business and how to surpass your current business's edge. So essentially, how can you move past the current level of income and the current level of clients that you are seeing and reach that next level of growth? And what I'm about to share with you in today's episode is what I've done to get my first 10K month. I've done the exact same strategy when I was hitting my first 100K month. And now we're about three years into six figure, multi six figure months. And I just consistently go back to this exact same process and look at. What needs my attention so that I can help more people, create a bigger impact, grow my business, um, have the goals and intentions that I desire achieved? So I'm going to walk you through what this looks like. And so with our business, I find that there's many things that are flowing all the time. There's pieces, there's pillars that are constantly flowing and they're all equally important. You need all of them to run a successful wellness business. And if one is struggling, it's going to block the entire flow of success. It's like a beaver dam in, 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 in the water. So I always look at each of these pillars and, and There might be moments in my business where I'm really focusing on one, but that means the other ones are still flowing because when one has maybe boundaries within it, there's a bottleneck, then it's going to mess up the entire flow of our business. So when I'm looking at where do I need to focus my attention on now, I might pick one that has the biggest barrier or the one that might need the most attention. But then as soon as I resolve that issue, I'm going and looking at the health of the systems as a whole because all of these have to work together as I'll describe throughout this episode. But what I'm about to share, I have used it since the beginning of time in my business and it's worked so well in scaling a wellness business successfully. So one of the main pillars that I'm looking at is, am I targeting and attracting the right audience? So I call this my effortless yes client, the client who comes into my world and I am speaking the words that they want to hear. I am relevant to them, right? I have the solution to a problem that they have. They want the solution. They care about it, right? If you are marketing towards, let's say you're marketing an acne program and you're speaking towards people who have clear, flawless skin, right? You can see how that's not necessarily going to build your business, right? If you are working on pain management and you are attracting yogis who have no pain and they're just living a fit lifestyle, you're not necessarily going to make any sales because you're not relevant to the people, right? So we want to be very relevant to who we want to help. So am I attracting the right audience? Am I getting in front, consistently getting in front of the new people who are my dream clients? Okay, so if I don't have no new eyeballs in my business, I essentially don't have new sales. So when I look at attraction, getting new people into my world, there's two things that I focus on. One is attracting the right people and new people into my world. And then two is I'm consistently nurturing those people as we'll talk about in another pillar. I don't just want new people coming in and then just ignoring them, right? I wanna nurture them. I want them to get to know me, my methodology, my offers, my lifestyle so that over time, they might consider working together. and this is how I've been able to create massive momentum is I don't just attract new people, but I'm constantly consistently nurturing them and staying top of mind. But I look at my business and I say, how many new people are coming into my world, you know, monthly, right? And I pay attention to this number and look at how much of those people, how many of those people end up working with me long term. So right now we're generating about 5,000 new people into my world. Per month. This can be through paid advertising. It could be through, um, you know, social media. If you hit the jackpot and viral post, or you just have a nice consistent social media um, presence where you are consistently pulling in new people, and you can see that through your analytics on Instagram or Facebook. I always check my email list. Like even on social media, I want people on my email list. It's the best gauge if I'm growing my audience. So even people coming onto Instagram, I will, um, consistently. Advertise how to get onto my email list for free, so I can assess the growth that way. Because on Instagram, you don't really know if the people that you're attracting, if you have a viral post, like you don't know if all of those people coming in are your effortless yes dream client. But um, I, I have a very good. Um, indication they are if they join my email list because my opt-in will typically be something that's going to be very relevant for them. So for example, I think on my Instagram, on my health channel, which women's wellness, I still have a large percentage of them that are men. So I can't count on the Instagram analytics being totally on it for um, relevancy in if the audience growth on Instagram is the people that I want to work with. So my, Opinion on this. My recommendation is I use my my email list to gauge audience growth. So, are you getting in front of new buy, new eyeballs? Right? Are you getting in front of the right people? Are you stepping in front of the right people who have the problem that you want to solve? So, this is one of the things that I look at in my business all the time, and. If the other pillars are all in alignment, which we'll talk about the other pillars next, but if the other pillars are all in alignment, I don't have to focus on them. Then to scale to the next level, it's as simple as getting in front of more eyeballs. Right? How can I expand my visibility? How can I get in front of more of the right people? It might be another channel. So, moving into another channel, it might be doubling what I'm doing on a current channel. It might be paid advertising. It might be moving to a second source of paid advertising. It might be more networking. Like, how can I double the amount of eyeballs that see me because the rest of my business is flowing beautifully? So, now it's just about getting in front of more people. Okay. So, that is the first pillar. The second is, Once someone comes into my world, so I'm doing the client attraction, right? I'm getting in front of the the people. I'm getting them to see my stuff. I'm getting them onto my email list. The second pillar is all about alignment. Is my messaging effective? Is my messaging really speaking to the wants, needs, desires of the people I wanna work with? Am I connecting with them on an emotional level? So, one of the first signs that I was starting to break through on my business was I was having people in my DM saying, You are speaking right to me. It is like you are in my head. You've just described me to a T. And I remember that feeling and thinking, finally, right after all those posts, after hours of creating content, finally, I'm getting it. I'm getting the words that they want to hear. And so I had to work a lot on my tone. I had to really work on listening to what people actually wanted because it was very different from what I thought they wanted, right? I thought they wanted like perfect blood work, right? And really they just wanted to feel better in the pair of jeans that they bought two years ago. So I had to really listen to that. I had to listen to what what they're what their struggles were, like what they really cared about, what they were truly worried about. I'm thinking that they're worried about about early death and they're actually worried about something completely different, like mom guilt or not being able to keep up with their with their, with their career or wasting away their youth. like there was it was such a night and day difference between what I thought they were worried about versus what they were actually worried about. I paid attention to their desires. Like what did they want to be doing with their life? How did they want to be feeling? And then I started to create content that reflected the words that were, were being said to me until my messaging was in alignment. So you most likely know if it's your messaging. If you've got new people coming into your world, even if it's like 10 a week, like there's some sort of attraction happening, but you're not getting a lot of DMs. You're not getting a lot of interest in your programs. You're not getting people just for me, it's messaging me saying, hey, I'd like help for me. Messaging is is the DMs because I know if I'm really speaking to people, it's going to create an effect in them that they'll want to reach out to me. They'll say she gets me, she gets the problem that I have, and I believe that she can help me. So I'm gauging the success in my message in my messaging by how many people are reaching out to me, either to inquire about my services, just sending me a DM or a comment. Because in my content, I'm directing them to message me. I'm saying if you resonate with this, send me a message. Um, are basically inquiring about how to work with me. So that's how I'm gauging that. So if I have client attraction, but nobody's reaching out to me, I know that it's most likely my messaging and I'm gonna spend some time fine-tuning this. And as I mentioned at the beginning, every nothing is ever over, right? I'm never just letting my messaging go. I'm always paying attention to it because I know I could always be a better copywriter. I could always be clearer. My Client is going to evolve. My effortless effortless yes client is going to evolve. So I want to make sure that my messaging is constantly evolving to reflect that as well. So it's really truly a never-ending journey being an entrepreneur. <laughs> it never ends. But this is part of the fun. And this is part of why we fall in love with it, is because there's always something that we can work on. So next pillar I'm going to look at is more along the lines of my mindset, right? How am I showing up? Am I staying consistent? Right. Am I being omnipresent? Am I making sure that my presence is known? Am I confident in my presence? Do I truly feel like I can make a difference in these people's lives? Am I hiding? Is am I dulling my my light or am I shining brightly? Okay? So this is mindset, but it's also that consistency, right? Am I staying top of mind for people because look, you can spend all this money on Facebook ads and attract an audience. You can write the perfect content that goes viral or you just look at the draw and it goes viral but if you do nothing to stay top of mind you know people are going to move on very very quickly we have not very good attention spans right now so shiny object syndrome and i want to make sure that i'm staying top of mind which means i have to be consistent in showing up by just having one ad go to people attracting them on your email list and then never emailing them or posting another piece of content again they will forget about you (laughs) They will forget about you, so I need to stay top of mind. Because typically, if people find me, maybe it's midnight. They can't sleep. They're scrolling through Instagram. They see a piece of content. They they click on me. They might follow a few posts. They might follow me, you know. But that then they go to sleep, and the next morning they forget I existed. I was just a late night booty call on Instagram. Okay. So I want to make sure that I'm staying top of mind. I'm staying consistent. And this is how I've been able to build incredible momentum in my business is because I recognize people are coming in, but they might not buy right away. They might not trust me right away. They might not, the problem might not be severe enough for them right away, but I want to make sure that I'm staying top of mind. And that they're getting to know me over time. And I'm actually building relationships this way. It's not just uh okay, you come into my world and you buy right now and that's it for us, right? Just a one date and we're done. I want it to be a relationship over time where they're getting to know me. And then maybe later, some point in our, our future, it might be a month later, it might be a year later. I've had people three years later, they 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 started with me on Instagram when I first began this journey. And they're coming back now and saying, you know what, I've been following you for three years. I'm ready. Let's do this. I want to sign up. So I want to make sure that I am in this for the relationships, the long game. It's not just about a quick hit, right? Of find me and then buy. It's I want to be with you over a duration. I want to be with you over the lifetime. I want a relationship to v- develop. So I'm looking at my consistency. Am I showing up? Am I constantly nurturing? Am I providing value? Am I providing service to my audience so that that momentum builds and those relationships strengthen? So next up is sales. Okay, if we are not making sales, we don't have a business. Sales is the the blood of our business. So few things I'm looking at here is, am I inviting people into some sort of sales conversation? And honestly, are you doing this every day? Every day, are you moving someone into a sales conversation, whether that's a prompt to send you a DM, whether it's a direct message, like, hey, book a call or a direct message to say, like, like, I think you're a perfect fit for my program. Are you inviting people into your world? And then are people saying yes? So these are two things that I look at when I'm looking at wellness entrepreneurs' businesses is how many invitations are you giving out? Are you inviting people to actually say yes or no to your offer? And then are people saying yes and no? So from there, lots can be done. So if you're not making enough invitations, people don't know, you know that you have an offer or they're just not seeing the opportunity to move into it. So I wanna make sure that people are always given that choice, yes or no, right? Hey, do you wanna join today? Yes or no? And over time, if they're saying no, 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 over time, that might turn into yes, but I want to increase my odds there. If I'm only giving out a a chance to join my offers once a week, I have a way lower percentage if we're thinking about this in terms of gambling than if I were to ask people every single day. I'm just going to increase my chances of making more sales. So I had a rule for a long time that I was going to make some sort of invite into my offers every day, whether that was a post where the post call to action was send me a DM. If you're struggling with that, that I consider an invitation, whether it was in the DMs, I'm asking people to book a call stories, right? I sending an email right now. I send an email a day and after every email, I'm inviting them to book a call. So those are my invitations. But the more that I do this, the more calls get booked because the more I'm inviting people to my party. Okay. Now, if you are doing this a lot and you are inviting people in are people taking you up on your offer if it's a yes awesome you're getting them on calls and it's just about working on your call conversion and and, um, the flow of a sales call i find a a sales call can be a very transformative experience for you because you're you're getting to know people's messaging and you're actually providing so much value and helping coach people but also for people i find the sales call, if you do it right and you do it with authentic authenticity and transparency, it's a beautiful coaching experience because you're helping someone see where their blocks are and where they need to move forward. You're not pushing them, you're not trying to convince them, you're just sharing with them, like yeah, actually you're you're more of a mirror. You're reflecting back to them where they're blocking themselves from reaching their potential and the person that they want to become. So if you're, you're sending out a lot of invites, you're getting a lot of people into a sales conversation. The work here is to work on that transformation, the transformative experience for these clients so that they can move past any obstacles they are setting for themselves and take action on the person that they want to become. Okay. Now, if you've got a ton of new people rolling in, like audience attraction is on fire, you are nurturing them, but no one's buying. The focus has to be on the sales journey, right? How are you communicating the offer? How is your messaging? If you can land the messaging really well, then you'll never have to convince someone of anything. You will not have to convince them to buy because your messaging is selling it so well. They're already convinced by the time they get to that call. And you do not need to have a big, big audience to hit six figures. I believe. I don't know exactly, but I think my first 10k month was an audience of around 1,300, 1,300 people, and I thought that was that was really cool because I just worked. I was building my my audience for sure. I started with maybe 60 people on my 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 Instagram and zero people on my email list, and I worked at client attraction, but I was really good at working on my messaging and really good at working on those sales conversations and inviting people into my world and holding them to that highest potential and helping them being that mirror for them to see any obstacles so that they wanted to take action for themselves. So you don't need a massive audience to be able to have a six-figure business, multi-six-figure business, but you've got to be excellent at conveying the allure of your offers. You have to be really good at messaging. So for sales, like right now, just to give you some behind the scenes in in my business right now, my, my attraction is is really good. We're pulling in beautiful people, effortless. Yes. People, people who I really want to work with. I know I can help them. I'm incredibly consistent with my marketing and my messaging. I'm constantly refining that every day. I spend time working on messaging and making sure that my visibility is expanding. And so right now the bottleneck that I'm having is the sales and i've had to bring on a sales team because i can't i can't do everything myself anymore so working on a sales team and getting them at a level um, where they are successfully converting when i was doing my own sales calls i was hitting like 70% conversion once you bring in a team it's going to be a little bit lower i like between a 30 40% conversion so right now i'm just finding the right people that can come in and help me help me grow this business. So my, a big priority for me right now is I've got the the volume, the call volume. I'm just finding the right people to put into these roles to help me um, move to that next level and also giving them an opportunity to really um, have a beautiful experience with clients, make some ex- exceptional money, but also feel like they're they are helping clients on that first step towards becoming who they want to become. Then we have the client experience. So this is a huge pillar as well because when people come into my world, I want to know that they're they're getting success, right? I, I care so much about this. I want to know that these clients have enjoyed their experience and they're they're maybe they want to write a review. So a KPI, key performance indicator for me is they want to leave a review. They they're so happy about their experience they want to leave feedback. Okay, a second KPI is they want to stay in our world. They might go through our five-month protocol and they want to stay. We have a really high retention rate for Empire and My Unleashed Mastermind. People want to stay. They want to leave reviews and they want to stay. So I'm looking at three areas of success here. I monitor success in the program. like What are their goals? And by the end of our protocol, have they hit them or are they almost there? Two, do they want to leave reviews where they're excited about the experience and they want to tell other people about it? And then three, do they want to stay in our world? Um... Do they want to continue the journey with us? So I'm also paying attention to that as well, because I think this is a big part of our business is our clients are happy, right? They, they, they enjoy what we've created. They want to stick around or they turn into a, an excellent referral system too, which is only going to grow your business. So when I'm looking at scaling, growing, all of these things are always on the move, okay? they're They're always working, but they're also always working with each other. Like I mentioned, if you have client attraction coming in, But you're not making any sales right the client attraction is still going to keep moving but i really want to focus on the sales because the sales is my bottleneck get my team converting or if you're doing calls yourself or you're doing all the maybe the selling in your dms or selling on the webinar you want to refine your scales so that there's a high um percentage of people who are coming into your world that are actually buying right if you have no new eyeballs coming in maybe The calls you do get, you have a successful close ratio. People that reach out, they do end up buying. Maybe the small audience that you have, you are writing content that's really speaking to people and they're reaching out being like, oh, this was me. But now it's just a problem of you need more people in your world. The messaging is good. Your consistency is good. Your sales is good. Your client experience is good, but you've got no new eyeballs. So the other things are still going to work, but you want to go in and focus on getting more eyeballs into your world so we are analyzing this constantly and and i'll find for myself my sales my um i focused a lot on this the sales for a while my sales took off and then i had to go in and focus on client experience again and then client experience took off i had to go back and focus on attraction or maybe everything was moving uh, smoothly so i now i wanted to increase my visibility by moving to another platform Okay, so this is how I pinpoint those bottlenecks. I'm assessing the impact of each one and then strategizing just to make the entire process even 1% more effective, efficient, and more successful. And if I can continue to tweak each process 1% more, Like I get 1% more client attraction and then 1% more visibility and then 1% better sales conversion. And then maybe I have 1% more people wanting to leave reviews or staying in our world. Can you see how the business is just consistently inching forward? So this is what I call the edge exercise. And we have it in, in the empire portal, where if you're kind of stuck on where to go, we go through the edge exercise to see what is that next pillar that really needs to be focused on so that you can move your business one inch forward one centimeter forward, whatever that looks like so that you're always in motion and you're always building. So I hope that this was wildly useful for you. If you're ever looking for help and support on your wellness journey and building a successful wellness business, send me a message um, Instagram, or you can email support at Alicia We have restructured empire to be the best place for wellness entrepreneurs right now. So we have empire, which is, um, More of a group community vibe with lots of touch points with me and then we also have empire vip which is uh, more one-on-ones with me if you're looking for more personalized support all right beauties i will see you in another episode shine brightly sending all the love in the world and wrapping you in so much buzzes